job anymore because of COVID. Right. He's got a job and he's trying to be a priest, and but he doesn't know what he's doing. But he's got a bit of knowledge. He's he's kind of like conning people, but he feels bad about it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but then the bare random stuff happened to him, man. Like yeah, it's it's it, it, it's yeah. That's what the nose dive guy did. Hello and welcome to T's Real Talk Podcast. Uh, I just want to make a disclaimer right now. There is an issue with the audio after I recorded this episode. I have no idea how it happened, but apparently the volume of the podcast was very low as we were recording it. Technical difficulties, it happens. happens to the best of us. Um, so if you think it's your device or headphones, please do not worry. It's completely my fault. So if I were you, just um, increase the volume on your device and hopefully we will uh, improve it in the next episode. Uh, my next guest is Gurdjian Singh. What a person, what a filmmaker. He is a Wolverhampton filmmaker. He's a DOP director. He has worked on countless commercials, music videos, created short films, and is now currently writing his feature film, which is an amazing accomplishment. Um, I'm glad to actually have him on the show because he's one of the most well-established filmmakers that I have ever met, and it was a great honor to have him on. So, um, without me taking your time, let's get into the episode. Alright, Gurge. So, you're perhaps the most infamous DOP in Birmingham and Wolverhampton. Uh, how would you, what would you say about that statement? Um, I'm not sure about that statement. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, because um, I've followed you for quite a while and I've known you for quite a few years and seeing your work on you know twin twitter or actually instagram facebook and just seeing what you're doing it's quite amazing how fast you kind of went through the roof and (laughs) it's it's true it's true but what would you say is your main reason for getting as far as you have right now just love man passion and love love and passion i know i know i know it's it's a very very you know common thing to say um but yeah it's definitely definitely the passion uh, and the love for making films and mm. just telling a story all right that's good because at the end of the day making films is not as easy as people make it out to be uh it's not all fun and games <laughs> it, it can be sometimes but um yeah majority of times it can be a, l- a lot of stress no because uh i learned the hard way how hard it is to make a film and also being being yourself as a DOP and being a director as well, I'm sure you've came up with a lot of obstacles along the way throughout the years. Yeah, <laughs> quite a lot to be fair. Um, and one of the ob- obstacles were actually uh, th- they kind of forced me into being a DP, which right. is a bit weird. But I know, I know, I know. But like, yeah, that's actually the the the, the, the biggest truth. <laughs> Now you're going to be like, why and how? Why and how? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but what would you say made you want to be a DOP in the first place? Because I'm sure that's not what a lot of people are thinking. Yeah. Um, when they get into the industry. Okay. Um, for me, I'll be honest. I was very... Growing up, I, w- I wasn't great at anything. And, and, I, and I, I'm not just saying it. I actually felt there was a point where I was looking at um, a friend of a friend who's very popular in school yeah and he would be really good at doing everything like i mean like top set for everything in school he'd be really good at playing football just even like let's say stuff like literally everything i'm just i'm 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 complete like failure man like what the hell is this this is back in like i think school time um but i always liked just taking pictures right that's how we all started off when I was a kid, uh, and my dad gave me like I think it was um, it was a disposable camera. I think it was. I could, I could be wrong. And um, he he was like, "You look in this little hole viewfinder, right? And you press this button, uh-huh. and you get a picture." I'm like, "Okay." Back then, it was it was all film. There was no digital stuff then. I'm talking about ninety five six seven times roughly around then and i was so much in love with just clicking i was like wow i could take a picture just by clicking that's amazing this is this is great um but yeah growing up it was just pretty much like okay 
yeah, this is the norm now. Like, you know, everyone can take pictures. You, you Digital video cameras come out and uh, you could take a picture and yeah, cool. It wasn't like film. But I think um, for me, I always had that love for just capturing something. Uh, but then going to school and whatnot, I can't, like, I'm, I'm on about like secondary school, kind of forgot about it and whatnot. I would always take pictures of my phone and whatever, but like, always had that love and passion for it. But um, it was kind of like forgotten about just in the back. Focus on your studies. That's what my mom and dad would always say. Focus on your studies. Focus on your studies. I was terrible at studying. Like, yeah, I was terrible. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'd be, I'd always be in like the lowest sets for pretty much everything. Like, yeah. Oh, I wasn't great. Uh, and my mom and dad were pretty much fed up with me. Like, they're like, yeah, just just, just do something. <laughs> Anyways, um, but then it came to, like, I think it was in sixth form. And I couldn't get into anything. As in, like, no, sub- not, no subject would actually take me on because I was so bad. And then um, I jumped on. I was like, media. I was like, okay. I like doing stuff like this. It's cool. Let me, let me try this out. Uh, and from there, it was pretty much like, okay. But this is not actually or oh, just shooting and whatnot. It's a lot of theory based. I'm like, oh god, I hate this. This is actually so so I never used to turn up. Never used to, <laughs> ne- never, never used to turn up. For weeks I used to skive and never used to turn up to class. And uh, one time uh, I remember it was um there was a assignment that we had to finish off for next week and the teacher was like, Hey, we haven't seen you in a while. I was like, Yeah, 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 I've been coming I've doing all I've done all my work, don't worry, I've just haven't been turning up to class or whatever. I was like, okay, well hopefully we're looking forward to seeing your assignment next week. And it was meant to be like a promotional video about the school or something like that. And I was like, damn, what do I do? Ended up shooting that on my phone and getting a really good grade. Yeah, within like no all handheld. It was an iPhone four back then. Oh. And uh, yeah, it was two thousand and eleven I'm talking about. Shot everything on my phone and I just yeah, got a really good grade. And it was pretty much from there. I was like, okay, I like this. And it wasn't even, it didn't even feel like work. It just felt like it was all just fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah, from there. But then I went to uni studying business management mm. because um, my family were like, yeah, study business. So it was like, what are you wasting? Don't waste your time on media or whatever. Anyways, from there, done two years, dropped out, spoke to my family. I don't want to do this. I want to do something in like photography or whatever. Uh, in media yeah so 2013 started shooting weddings and whatnot for like three four years but then i went back to uni as well mm. i went to wolves uni and studied uh filmmaking there so i was doing a bit like, I, I was shooting a bit here and there but then from like 2014 2015 that's when i f- first started filming again like kind of dslr and yeah man since then like it's just been <laughs> a roller coaster from then but Coming back to your original question, I don't know, I've been waffling on, but I had to just put give some background information. Um, yeah, I started making films, actually like filming them myself because no one else would. Yeah, that's what it pretty much was. I, I just, I just, I had no contacts, no nothing. I wanted to make films, but I had no one to work with. Uh. I had no one. So I was like, okay, what do I do? I need to film myself. So then, yeah, and then I started, because I, 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 I loved it anyways. It was, it was pretty... Um, it was like second nature for me, just, just capturing stuff. Mm. Uh, so then I just started getting better and better. And then slowly, slowly started researching about what are cinema cameras? What's the difference? What's mm. raw? What's this? What's this? Uh, yeah, so from then, pretty much um, started filming. So my obstacle was, I want to make films, but there's no one to work with. Because uh, I don't know yeah, anyone. Yeah. Who do I go to? I can't go to some random guy. Hey, man. Yeah, it's different now, though, isn't it? I've got a bunch of people now. It's, it's different. Yeah, you got a massive network. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Every DOP has a preference on what camera they like to use or what kind of look they go for. Yeah, yeah. What would you say is your preference or what would you say is your kind of like motif as a DOP? Because I know you have a bunch of cameras. <laughs> I know you have yeah. you have a, a full-on arsenal of kit. Yes, yes, I do. But yeah, so which, what camera would you say um, is your type? Every camera has a certain look, yes. Yeah. But it depends on the project. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the look from the from the <laughs> Alexa. It looks beautiful. It looks, oh, it looks yeah, creamy. Look, it looks smooth. But I wouldn't say I would use that for every shoot. There's certain shoots that need a different look, and yeah, you can af- achieve that um, in post, color grading and whatnot. But 
I think I'd always like to start off with, okay, what what is the right tool? Just because an Alexa has got like the best image, mm. but the red has got a different look to it. More, let's say, if I was to shoot something a bit um, like a like a horror, or if I was to shoot something, say, like a thriller, I'd yeah. go with the red. But if I wanted to shoot something like, say, About Time or Hope Gap or something like one of my favourite films, I'd go with the Harry Alexa. Mm. Yeah, so uh, it, the tools are there, man, but they're, they're, they're for, like, different... Uh, you have a different purpose. That's what it is. Yeah, for any filmmakers that are listening to this, I think the main thing they should take away from me is it doesn't matter about the kit usually hundred yeah yeah hundred percent hundred percent but it's hypocritical for girls to say that because he's got everything no the, the, <laughs> the reason why is <laughs> the, the reason why i, I would I, I do agree with that is because i even till this day i'll shoot on cameras that were released like 10 years ago but i'd shoot a film on it yeah because i know i can pull it off it's challenging don't get me wrong it's a lot more work but I know I can pull it off, and if I think, yeah, this is like I, I shot um, I shot um a scene a few uh, a few months ago. It was on the original Black Magic uh, Black Magic uh, pocket camera, the mm. original one, and does that 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 camera's got a massive crop to it. Mm. The, the the look, the image is beautiful. It's so nice. I prefer that over the new um the pockets, um, you know, the six K six K Pro, whatever. I prefer the old original than that. That's my preference. I just feel like it's got a better look to it. Uh, but I shoot on that. That's like 10 years old. I could shoot on the Alexa every time or on the red. But no. Nah. Yeah. I, I, I thought, yeah, for this, I think this is a better look. Mm. So yeah, it's not about just, it's not a hundred, it's not about your kit, 100%. It's about what you know and how you can make it work. So what would, what would be your advice to someone who is starting out and they can't even afford a, a camera, for example, uh, and they want to okay, throw a, a scenario at me. So Go let's on. say someone who is fresh out of college, going to university, okay. and uh, obviously sees that okay, there's a lot of opportunities uh, post university. Okay, how would they go about on working on either short films or feature films or talking to people uh, if they can't afford a camera, for example, and they want to be a DOP? Okay, they've got no budget and they can't afford a camera. They can't afford a camera. They okay. got no budget and okay. they have no idea what have to do. They, have they got a smartphone? They got a smartphone. Cool. Shoot on your smartphone. And I know you're going gonna, to you're gonna be looking at me like, how are you saying shoot on your smartphone? Um, I've shot stuff on my smartphone since 2011. Yo. 2011, man. You know what I mean? My promotional video, it wasn't great. Like, if you look at it now. Um, but I shot that on my iPhone 4. It didn't even shoot 1080p. shot 720p. You know what I mean? 720p, yeah. you know. 720p, bro. I haven't, I haven't heard that in a long time. There you go, 720p. <laughs> and that was me. I've been there. I, I couldn't afford anything. Yeah, um, for my birthday, um, my family got me the iPhone. Right. And I was like, whoa, like, this is, like, okay, I'm so, it was £400 back then. And that was massive. I was like, bloody hell. Like, I was, I was over the moon for weeks and weeks and weeks. And, but that was the first time something like that had happened. Uh, so I was like, okay, what have I got? I had one week left to shoot my assignment, yeah, and yeah. make my project. And uh, I went to the kit store. Have, have we got any cameras or anything? No. Everything's been out for weeks. I'm like, God's sake. Have we got any tripods? No. Nothing. Have we got any sound equipment? No. Nothing. <laughs> like, God, how do I do this? What have I got? Okay, I got my phone. I'm going to shoot on my phone. Mm. And I kind of made it work and I got like a decent grade. I think I got like a Merit on it. A Merit is like what, a B or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the whole class was like, "What camera did you use? What camera did you use?" I'm like, Damn, if I tell them I use my phone, they're all gonna be like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, I just, 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 uh, just my, my, my mate gave me his camera, so yeah." <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, yeah it's cool, man. It's so good. Uh, How did you get the footage so stable? I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, I was just blagging it and whatnot." Yeah. But it was just everything in post, stabilized in post. You know what I mean? There weren't no lots back then to make it look cool, but yeah, yeah. It, it was working. But yeah, coming back to the original thing, I would say shoot on your phone. Go out and shoot something. You want to make a story? You want to go tell a story? And you think, okay, I want to do something. Go out and shoot a one-minute story. Go out and shoot a five-minute story. Go out and shoot a, a monologue of someone just talking. Yeah. 
do something. You because because you sitting at home and thinking that you want to do something. Oh, I haven't got a camera or anything. Nah, just go out and shoot, man. Because that's your number one step going forward. You shoot. You meet people. You network. You get better and better and better and better. And from it will go from shooting on a phone to shooting on a cinema camera. If you put your heart into it and you put your soul into it. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest hurdle as a DOP? The biggest hurdle? Not knowing what needs to be shown. Mm. As in, say I've been on some films and the director, great, great, great people, but they have no idea what they actually want. Mm. They think they know what they want, but then they'll be like, yeah, we want this, we want that. And I'm like, that's not, you can't achieve that with what, what the budget that we've got and with the equipment that we've got this was not planned before you know what i mean so i think no, actually knowing what you want to shoot mm. through your director that's i think my my biggest biggest hurdle would probably be that yeah lights and all that yeah yeah 100 percent, i get it but the number one basic rule is okay what's clear the communication okay this is what we want to achieve this is how we're going to achieve it crystal clear and I think a lot of people in pre-production don't really make that clear. Mm. So yeah, I've had I've had a few of those where we've just had to wing it on set because <laughs> no one knows what they want. Yeah. And they think they can achieve something, but they can't. So they just need to be realistic about it. Would you say that being a DOP, you have a certain budget to work with? And with that certain budget, you can achieve the probably the best look you possibly can because I know some DOPs they could be given like well maybe a couple of hundred quid mm. and they can make a film look as cinematic as most camera uh, most films shot on like uh, Ari Alexa camera for example yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, would you say you're at the stage now that you can actually replicate those looks with those type of films y- you know because we've, we're, so, we're so lucky I'll tell you that much technology has come so far you could let's say for example if you want to make a film now you could get a gimbal for a hundred pound. You could get a camera for, like, say, two fifty, like a Sony A sixty three or something. Let's say, for example, get a lens or like a nifty fifty or whatever, uh, or even a wide lens, two lenses. Let's say, for example, for like a couple of hundred pound, and you could even get equipment, sound equipment, like, and you're good to go. You know what I mean? Now, if you want to shoot outside, you're okay with like, if and, and you know how to bounce light or whatever, get a poly. You know what I mean? Poly board or whatever. Or like a bounce. Yeah. But if you want to shoot inside, you could even pick up LED lights for dirt cheap, man. For like a hundred pounds, you can get two. So I'm saying roughly, roughly, if you if you know where to start from, you could actually get everything under like five hundred pounds. You know what I mean? And you could go shoot something that does log. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can create color grading post or whatnot. So I I don't see why not. You, you know you you could make stuff look high end if you know what you're doing and but it's not even just if you know but if you want to know what you what you want to achieve and what what your goals are like when i started i was like okay i want to have my canon 5d mark 3 look better than it is yeah and i achieved it by researching by shooting That's mm. what yeah because i've i've had that issue when i'm trying to create a short film or a music video for example and it's, it's like a mental block I think, okay, I do not have an Ari Alexa, so therefore I cannot make this short film, or I cannot make this music video. I do not have a Red, so therefore I cannot make it. I don't have a Sony, I cannot make it. Mm. I just got a mobile, I just got a mobile phone. And it's, okay. it's a really, it's a bad place to put yourself in because once you have that mindset, I'm guessing, it's actually really, really bad because what's going to happen once you, like what? You end up coming on a, on a set, on a set. And they are shooting with cameras that you've never heard of. What are you gonna do then? You know what I mean. And that was that. That has always been my problem. I've always put myself in front of Kit every time. And it's not about the creative side of things. It's always the Kit for me. And it's it's bad. It, it does get genuinely bad. I'll, I'll put it, let me let me make one thing clear. The cheaper your camera is. Yeah. The cheaper the equipment is. If you want a gimbal mm-hmm. for your mirrorless camera, yeah, you can get one for a hundred pound, like a really old one, let's say, hundred pound, two hundred pound. Now, if you want a gimbal 
for uh, Alexa, you ain't getting one <laughs> because it doesn't fit on there. The minis do, yeah. Yeah. The Alexa Mini, yeah, hundred plus. You ain't getting a you ain't getting an Ari on on a gimbal. There's no chance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, you have to either do track and doll or Steadicam. <laughs> now Steadicam by itself, that's an art. Now I know operators that charge between like six hundred pound to a grand for a day. That's basically my entire film budget gone down there the drain. Thank you. So you want to shoot? Okay, cool. Okay, let's say for example, you you shoot. Uh, you, you, let let's say you find an Alexa, just randomly. Oh wow, I've just found an Alexa. I want to shoot films on it. Okay, cool. Uh, what lenses do I need? Oh, it's PL mount. Okay, let me see how much PL mount lens cost. Two thousand pound is the cheapest an old old lens. What the hell? <laughs> just one lens. What the hell? What's going on? Okay, 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 cool. Um, how do uh, is there an adapter for it? Yeah, adapter's two hundred pound. What? There you go. Even if you get an Alexa for free, <laughs> you still gotta get a lens for it. You still gotta get NDs for it. You still have to get a Steadicam for it. You still have to get like a track and doll for it. All of these, everything that goes after is it's a lot more expensive. But now, if you found a Sony or a Canon camera, a mirrorless camera, you could whack. A, you could get a lens for fifty pound shoot on that it's not going to be the best lens yeah but you can shoot on it but it's a lens right it's a lens that can see what, what you do yeah but I'm saying you know what I mean so that whole mindset of oh well um, I haven't got an Ari so I, I, I need to shoot oh, I can't get this look nah you won't get the exact same look 100% you won't get a film look bang on bro come on man they spend <laughs> like a lot of the big budgets on films even though like a small budget film still got a lot of budget behind it for grading and you know like Cameras and lenses, what they all matter, yes. But to what you where you are, you could shoot on a phone and make it look really cinematic and nice. Mm, cool. So yeah, please get out of that mindset, <laughs> please. <laughs> no, it, it's it's hard, man. I just see like everyone else having like all these uh, pieces of kit. I'm like, oh my god, where am I? Uh, no, no, for yeah, I get it. For me, it's different. No, because I like I'll be honest. I spent all my money that I made back into kit, and it's, that's a bad thing. But I just got a love for cameras. I got a love for camera. I like. I I, I got the um. I've got the red Epic W eight K, and I shoot that for certain projects. But then that was like twenty two grand. You know mm. what I mean? But then now the I, I picked up the Ari Alexa for like five six grand, and I was like, wow, I'm actually shooting on the Ari. Yes, but it's not practical because mm. I can do. It, it costs me a lot more money to then make it. Like to get steady smooth footage on it. It costs, man. It definitely costs. So it, there's there's pros and cons for everything, man. Yeah, I, uh, I've got to get the mindset. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 it's not a good mindset, I'll be honest yeah, with you. It really isn't. But, but okay, let, let's talk about your other avenues of income or your... Talk to me, man. Talk to me. So, you got your own clothing brand? I do. You got your own this production company is, as well? I don't know if you can see it. Oh, yeah. It is called Oi. And it's a hype word. It's a hype brand. It's like when you meet the lads, it's like, oi, what's going on, people? Uh, <laughs> I had no idea what that yeah, meant. I just, yeah, yeah. I just spelled it out. I just said, O-Y-I-I. No no, 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 no. So it's O-Y-I-I. But we've spelled it in a bit of a quirky way, but it's actually a hype word. It's like, oi, what's happening? When Say say something. Like, um, I'm, I've had the top on, and we, we're talking about something, and my mates get gas or someone. They'll be like, the point towards my top, and they'll be like, oi. Oh. It's just one of those things, man. That's what it is. So yeah, man, the clothing brand that's me, uh, my sister, uh, and um, she does the embroidery and whatnot. And a really good mate of ours, um, Omar, who's actually um, a writer as well. He writes feature. Well, again, ten second actually. <laughs> yeah. And what? Why did you create that brand? Like, what was the uh, what was the need behind it? I I just love simple clothes. I love simple clothes. Yeah. I don't like over the top blingy stuff yeah uh, i'm a very simple person when it comes to stuff like that um and yeah i just wanted the clothing line for a very long time that was just very simple and you look at it and there's not and, and another thing i wanted it to be like 
you, I always want to say something. You could point out something. You'd be like, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, no, because I've seen the be- uh, behind the scenes of your uh, promotional shoots. Mm. And I always thought, okay, you know what? This looks really nice. I wonder no, who shoots no, it. Little I know that, oh, the guy who actually created it is the yes, one who's actually doing yes, his yes, BTS. Yes, 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 yes. Me, because uh, saving money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how you save money. You know what I mean? That's, that's, how, you, that's how you do it. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, plug Gurdjie if uh, anyone wants to buy her his shirt. Just uh, yes. you know, DM him on uh, on Instagram. Please, it's www.oi.co.uk. There we go. So <laughs> there you go. Love. <laughs> there we go. So his revenue. Oh, will go by up the by way, what? by the way, it's vegan as well. Oh, okay. Yes, there yes, we go. Yes, you got yes, like a hundred percent vegan revenue coming <laughs> in now. That's what we're talking about. Yeah, man. And um, you got your own production company as well. Yes, New Line Films. That is my production company. And the name, what was the reasoning behind that name? Oh, okay. So, um, for people that don't know me, uh, I am come from a Sikh background. So, the word lion is our surname, as in, like, for every Sikh, Singh means lion. I didn't know that. Yep. Singh actually means lion. Yeah. Right. Yes. So, um, we are given that name by a 10th guru. And so all of the men are lions. They represent like lions. And the ladies are core and they represent princess. Ah. Core means princess. Lion means sing. Okay, you know, I, I, I learned something new today. I had no idea. Here's yes, me thinking yes, yes, his yes, production yes. name was just because of the fact that, oh, it just sounds really quirky. Uh, whoa, whoa, that's the bonus. It actually does. But but then new, because that was something new for me to do. Yeah. I was like, I was just thinking, I was like, what do I want my production name to mean something? New Lion Films. Films, obviously, are new, you know. Actually, that's, that's what it is. That's actually that. <laughs> and now, that's now, that's it, now yeah, now, now it's actually come, yeah, it's pretty, yeah, yeah. I like it. <laughs> That's actually insane. Now, g- talking about Omar as a screenwriter, yes. what is he actually doing right now? Me and Omar are working on my feature film. Yes, you. Yes, yes, finally I've, I've decided, you know what, it's time. I've made tons of short films, done ads, done music videos, uh, but I've always wanted to make features. Uh, but I didn't want to just jump the gun and just be like, yeah, man, let's make a feature now. It was the right time. Omar mm. is a two-time award-winning BBC writer, by the way. Why am I finding all about this right now? <laughs> yes. Um, basically, sorry. So Omar came to me um, regarding a project he wanted me to DP on. And we ended up becoming really good mates. Uh, and then COVID kicked in. And then it, it, the, his project just collapsed because the funding was pulled. Yeah, which was we were pretty sad about. But then I was like, no, nah, don't worry, man. Let, let, let's work on something. So I DP'd his first short film. He was very sceptical about it first. He was like, oh, I don't want to do it yet. It's not the right time. I was like, mate, just go out and make something. Come on. So, yeah. So, we ended up shooting that. Uh, and then, now it's been like two years since I've known him. And I was like, I spoke to him. I was like, hey, man, listen, I've been, I've been, I've had this idea for about six years. But I, I, I can't write. So, what are you saying? You want to, <laughs> you want to do this? And he's like, yeah, man, let's do it. Um, I'm terrible at writing scripts. Terrible. Um, yeah, so he's doing that. He's basically getting all my ideas. We sat down. We, we even went away to like London for like a, a, a night and like two days uh, just to get away and just to write and sit down. And we was up to like three, four in the morning just writing ideas and just writing things down and how... Yeah, so that's what we're, we're, we're working on now. Obviously, Omar's got like a ton of other things to do anyway. So he's, he's, he's got... Some other big projects on board, but I can't really mention those. Fair but enough. yeah, he's he's got some big boy stuff, man. Yeah, he's Omar Omar Perez is gonna blow up. <laughs> Let's he's, hope so. Yeah, I'm actually yeah, I'm yeah, quite yeah, excited yeah, for yeah. that. He's 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 good, man. He's good. So in terms of your future film, what is it called and what is it about? If we can talk about that. Ooh, okay. We're giving too much away. Okay, okay. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say what it's called yet, but it's a, a drama piece. Um. It's about a son and his father. Right. Father and son's relationship and how the father doesn't understand his son and the son doesn't understand his father. Mm. But it's their journey of getting to know each other and the closure of 
you know, just just it's it's it's, it's based on, you know, the Asian culture as well, because uh, bless like let let let's say from all man, um, very hardworking guy, but when I told him about I want to make films, he was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What joke is this? Go. You know, of what are you, why are, are you jumping out of uni for? Like, be a typical just, Asian. You know what I mean? Be a typical Asian. No, no, but it's not that. I, I think it, 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 they they obviously hope for the best and yeah. they want you, the best for you. But they, when it comes to the creative side, they're just thinking we're just wasting our time. But now we, my mom and dad, they're very supportive and uh, they can see what we're doing. Mm. Um, but yeah, but yeah, I kind of wanted to make something close to my heart. It's not based on my family or anything, but it's kind of based on like. Asians and the culture and whatnot and uh, yeah so that's what it is um, but I will say one thing um, there's a very very um, I- I'm actually really lucky to have this guy on board I'm not gonna mention who it is but he's a, he's, he's a very well-known established actor uh, for the last like what 25 30 years and he is playing the father can't say who it is. Yeah, it's not. It's, Wait, yeah, do I do I know who it is? Uh, you may know him, but yeah, but he's 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 pretty big in the UK. Okay. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's all for now. <laughs> right. So just yeah. keep us in suspense. Okay, I see how it is. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um. Okay then. <laughs> but but if anyone's seen films like About Time, Hope Gap. Ah, um, okay. It's kind of based on that kind of film. Like, that, that's my favorite films in it. So yeah, that's yeah, it's based on those. Yeah, it makes sense actually. Those yeah, are yeah. those are those are good feel films if that makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heartfelt films, man. Like, yeah. I was I was watching a film like I can't. I would say kind of similar, but have you seen The Blind Side with Sandra Bullock? Came out two thousand nine. No, 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 no. That's um, an amazing film. It's about Michael Ower, so it's based on a true story essentially. Yeah, Michael yeah. Ower, who's basically a uh, a a kid who's uh, who's living in the in the in the bad neighborhoods and his uh, he was taken away from his mother okay and obviously he's um he, he's a big lad he's a big lad and a a family uh, end up seeing seeing him walking on the street for example and they end up bringing him in into the house and mm-hmm. he stayed at the house for a few days and he got so close with them they ended up adopting him okay and he ended up becoming one of the NFL's uh, main court um you know um not quarterbacks, but he protects the blind side in the okay. in NFL terms. Okay. But it's a really good, uh, it's a good heartfelt film, and I like watching those type of films. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. quite they're quite interesting. What are your aspirations for this uh, feature film? What do you want it to achieve? Ooh. Um. Obviously, worldwide success. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, joke. Um. Nah. It, honestly, uh, I just want people to watch this film and just take away something positive. Most of my short films, I think ninety percent of my short films, I've got a message behind it. Yeah, I like to give social messages, something that you watch and learn something at the end of it. Mm. Um, that's just me as a as a filmmaker, as a storyteller. That's just me. Um, and this film again, it's very close to my heart. I've been working on it since I was at uni. Um, twenty fourteen. I've been yeah, that's when it first came to me. Um, yeah, so. I want to basically give people a good message at the end of the film. And that's my number one thing. I'm not going to turn around and be like, yeah, man, I want it to blow up and be a massive success. That's not in my hands. All I can do is make a good film, uh, you know, something that you can learn and hopefully people like it and, you know, take something away. Positive. That's good because um, I want to be able to work with you. We have worked before, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We worked yeah. before. Uh, it wasn't the best of experiences. <laughs> Not because yeah. of us two. No, yeah, yeah, 100%. We we actually tried our best to make it work, but it was just bad vibes. Yeah, so bad vibes. Uh, bad issue, vibes. Issues, on, issues on set. On set, yeah. Um, I know for a fact that when working on a film set, you have to have a, a cohesive type of, um, you know, environment that works well. And everyone who's working on that film needs to be able to get along with one another. Yeah, but yeah, 100%. But I think for that, it was just... It, I would say the production side of things, the people that were managing the production, that was just... Yeah, it, they, they, they they was promising something else and they were delivering something else and it was very... Uh, yeah, it wasn't very organised and then there was a lot of arguing. Not, not, not even between me and you, it was just like between them guys. I was like, bloody yeah, this is a very... Uh, it's too much drama right yeah, now. Yeah, it's a very... Bad experience, uh, yeah, man. I, I, what made it even worse was we carried on, and I, 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 I think just, we should have stopped. We then. should have stopped. I, yeah. I, we were at least more than halfway through the shoot, yep, yep. and 
I, we wanted to pull her. That, and he got to that stage where like, I remember you, know you was like, what should we do? I was like, I think we should leave. Yeah. And you <laughs> was like, yeah, because honestly, like, I just, once the vibes go, it's very, very hard to make a film come back and be good and successful in my opinion anyways i wouldn't say that's for everything like like big productions or whatever because at the end of the day they've got a lot of money <laughs> pumped into there but your vibes are a key thing yeah i, I felt the same way i was you like know okay you know, like, i can't oh do this god this is yeah. and this was over back a couple of years ago as well and uh, since then that f- two f- 2019 was it december 2019 yep yep, uh, yep, so, yep. so it's been uh, over two years now and and that film has not seen the light of day, and I don't think it will. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. I, which I, I kind of hope it doesn't, because uh, it was just it was just a bad experience. Yeah. But anyway, going back to directing as well, what genres are you into? What genres do you prefer to shoot? Oh, I love drama. I love drama. I love. Um, I love thrillers as well, but not the typical thrillers. It has to be very. Yeah, I do like thrillers. I say yeah, so. I'm not a big fan of comedy, as in like it's very hard. Okay. To. Yeah, it's very hard to to come on man. Comedy is a very very hard hard genre to crack. And and and, 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 and kudos to people that do it, hundred percent man. But for me, it's like oh, I'm not very great at that, so I'm not gonna even bother attempting. I've done a comedy film, don't get me wrong, mm. but that was I was uh, uh, the production company got in touch with me. And I was like, we want you to direct this film. Are you interested? Cool, let me let me read it. Cool, safe. And then I was like, okay, I've never done a comedy before. Let me see. And because the script was already done, I changed a few little bits and bobs, but I made it work. And um, yeah, <laughs> just going to be honest now, that might be on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Hotster. Okay, yes, so yes, that, yes, yes. that was a Disney film. Yeah, uh, I forgot to mention uh, to anyone who's <laughs> listening and watching, this man works uh, uh, does Disney uh, Plus, uh, you know, productions, and uh, yeah. oh, he is man. not uh, he's not humble about it. He wants everyone to know. Um, Honestly, <laughs> the only reason why I'm, I mentioned that is because uh, the fact that th- the big boys at Disney they were like, yeah, we like the way that this is made. I was like, okay, cool. <laughs> this is not my genre, man. This is not what I do, but fair enough, cool. So yeah. And I'll be like, uh, are you allowed to talk about which one it is or, or what happens in it? Oh, it's not in English. That's one thing. Mm. It's in Hindi. Mm. It's in Hindi. And uh, um, it's about a guy that is trying to be a priest because he hasn't got a job anymore because of COVID. Right. He hasn't got a job. And he's trying to be a priest, and but he doesn't know what he's doing. But he's got a bit of knowledge, but he's, he's kind of like conning people. But he feels bad about it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but then the bare random stuff happened to him, man. Like, yeah. It, it, it's, 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 yeah. That took a nosedive that did. I know, I know. <laughs> Not a direct con, but it was kind of a con. It's yeah. like, oh, man. It's a bit like, it's a bit like, oh, how can I say? It's a bit like Liar Liar. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a bit like that. Kind of. Now I'm, now I'm expecting a vibe. I'm talking about. I'm not talking okay. about that story. I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. I'm expecting like an Indian Jim Carrey to basically just uh, yeah, just, kind of just basically lie about everything that he does. <laughs> like, that'd be he amazing can't... to watch. Too. That'd be yeah, to yeah, watch. he's kind of lying, but like, so yeah, he's like, he's like when when they have like say the the uh, when everyone's together and they're praying, the blood. He'll say stuff like, "Don't, don't concentrate on what I'm saying. Connect with God. Stuff like that. <laughs> don't open your eyes. Make sure if you open your eyes, it's bad luck. All this kind of stuff. So he just, yeah. And he's just, and he's just like, and he's reading off his phone and stuff like. <laughs> okay, you know what? I've got to. I, I yeah, got to watch this. This yeah, actually sounds yeah, insane. Yeah, yeah. And I, uh, for anyone who knows me, I am not actually big on Bollywood. I'm not big on Bollywood as so well. I feel, I feel, I feel like it's very corny and whatnot. But you know, I used to watch it when I was a kid. But yeah, I actually know. can't get into Bollywood. I, I, okay, I get it. They make a lot of money. They really do. <sighs> Massive industry. They, they actually have. They pump. They, I think they pump almost more money than uh, most Hollywood productions do. Honestly, you they, know what I mean. Insane. Look at the. Oh God, it's not a fair play to them, but I just feel like the the films are just very. I, I watched a film. I think uh, I can't even remember what it's called. About two years ago. Sorry. After the first lockdown lifted, I just watched. I went to Cineworld and watched a film. I knew it was gonna be rubbish because I heard that, uh, the reviews were terrible. But I went to see. I was like, "This is something I'm not gonna do." So this is what you shouldn't do. So when you, it's good to watch bad films though because you know what you shouldn't do. 
So yeah, I watched it just for buns. Yeah, uh, it wasn't good. I would never work on a Bollywood film. That's just my preference. I just can't do it. Yeah, uh-huh. I've worked on Bollywood sets. Yeah. Um, but that was one of in my early days, like back in 2018. Uh, I did I did BTS for that for that film. Photography or videography? <sighs> both. Ah. Yeah, yeah, both, 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 both. Uh, and how would you get into if anyone wants to get into like BTS stills or or BTS uh, videography? How Ooh. would they get that chance oh, to do it? You know what? That's so. <laughs> I can't even I don't even know how to answer that because uh, I got in by chance uh, I was doing I, I, like I said I was doing weddings for like four years uh, so in 2015 I think it was I I ha- happened to do a friend of mine's sister's wedding so she's the bride and I turned up to the house and oh this is your house he's like yeah started chatting to him cool blah blah he's like what, what is this what you want to do full time now I was like nah man I want to make films he goes okay because I know someone that is a producer on a Punjabi film. I was like, okay, cool. And he got in touch. He, he put us in touch and whatnot. And then uh, from there, uh, I kind of worked on my first Punjabi film. Nice. But I was just honest. I was like, I've just, I just really want to make films. I, want, I just want to learn. That's what I, and I was just honest about it, man. But there were other like there was in, they were taking interviews. There was the other guys that had more experience and yeah, worked on tons more films. I was just honest. I was like, I really want to do this, and if if I get this, I really would appreciate it. <laughs> I was just honest about it. Yeah. And uh, you s- would you say honesty is the reason why you got the job? Um, I kind of lied as well a little bit. Liar, 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 liar. I the only thing I lied about was um, color grading. So I showed the guys what I've done. It was a uni project, and the guy was like, "This isn't color graded, is it?" I was like. Does color grading mean? <laughs> I was like, what the hell does color grading mean? I was like, I, something about colors. I was like, I was like, um, okay. Uh, I was like, nah, nah. The the lecturer wanted this kind of look. That's why we went with this. And he goes, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. I was like, what the hell? Got home, researched why it's color grading. I was like, oh damn, I feel really bad. But yeah, that's the only thing I said. And I told him about it. We laugh about it now, but yeah, that's the only thing. Uh, well, yeah. Well, looking back at it now, why, sure. why lie? Yeah, one line that actually changed your life in the industry, man. Honestly, it, 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 it got man. That. That one gig got me far. I'll be honest. I was yeah. on set. I was I was um, working part time uh, for National Express. I've um, I used to drive buses. By the mm. way. Yes, yeah, that's another thing. I used to drive buses while I was at uni part time, and uh, went back to. Uh, I was on the film for a, a month, and I went back to work. And I was like, I can't do this. I can't sit in a cab, man. Just talk to no one. Like, I've been, <laughs> I've been, I've been having jokes. I've been having filming stuff. I've been creative for the last month, and I've just been, I'm just sitting in a cab. No, no, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, I, I need to, yeah. So yeah, eventually I, um, I left the National Express. They were really good to me though. So yeah, you know, yeah. So I can't deny that. Me, yeah. Um, and one thing, uh, this my feature film may have National Express involved. Oh. That's the only thing I'm say. Yeah. That's the sponsorships <laughs> we're talking yeah, about. Now, yeah. Yeah. So they may have National Express on board. So yeah. that's quite cool, that is. So aside from making a feature film, how many films would you say you have made over the years? Oh God, my films will have a DP done or what? Like everything, like everything oh, you've directed, directed and DP'd. Oh, I'd say about. No, I'm not bragging or anything. Not bragging. Probably made about. 25, maybe 30 films? Short films? Yeah, he's so. bragging. Yeah, he's bragging. He, <laughs> yeah, I can see in his eyes. Like, I can see the oh glimmer God, of, no, no, of no, narcissism no, no, in his no, eyes. No, 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 it's, uh, no. No, honestly, my films are very, very short. Just to let you know. I would make, let's say if I think of an idea now, it will be made by next week. I'd make it. I don't give a what happens. It will be done by next week. As in, that's just me. Uh, not recently now because I've kind of like I'm I'm backing off a bit of short films. I do still do short films. Like I've just I was on a phone call earlier today, um, and um, it was another production company. That was like, yeah, okay, we we want you to um, come on board as a director. Uh, we're looking for a cinematographer as well. I was like, okay, cool. There was like, we've heard that you do some DP stuff as well. I was like, yeah, I do. Uh, but if you can get someone else on board as a, a DP. That'll be better, but I wouldn't mind doing both. Sometimes, yeah, I've done a lot of DP and director stuff together. Um, it's not what I want to do now, but mm. it's definitely been done, and I still would do it here and there. That's interesting. Yeah. So yeah, man. So but now I've been I've been really really low. But my short films, like I said before, is very they're very small. They're like five minutes long. So I've I've, I've in in twenty nineteen I think I made about twelve fifteen films just alone in twenty nineteen. Damn. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Ooh, ooh. 
would you say that if you want to become a better DOP or director, you have to make stuff, don't you? Just go and shoot, man. Trust me, go and shoot. You'll learn every time you shoot. I still learn. I'm still learning. Yeah, because um, for people who haven't made the damn many things, like myself, but even though I, even though I talk <laughs> about film a lot, everybody who knows me, I love talking about film. I, I talk about all types of films which are coming out that have been released and just give like reviews on them or give my opinions, but I haven't made as many as I should have. I've worked on, I've worked on a lot of films, but I am actually afraid of making my own because you know the one Mate, thing, yeah, just go and shoot, yeah, the, the, do something. Now the one thing that always comes back down is, is it gonna be good? My first film, short film, is called Bigger Picture. You can find it on YouTube. Terrible, <laughs> lighting's terrible, cinematography's terrible, sound isn't great, the, the editing isn't great, locations isn't great. But I've done it, made it. Yeah, and and people were like around me. They was like, "You made a film?" Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I made it, man." They watched it. It was like, "Fair play to you, man!" Like, you, it's a film. And then uh, looking back at it now, I watched it yesterday. I was like, "Oh my god, no, what am I doing?" But it's something to look back on. Guess what? It? I don't know about the people that filmmakers that I didn't even know what I was, what frames I was shooting in. Oh, I was god. shooting in sixty frames per second. <laughs> 60 frames I should be shooting in 24 I was doing in 60 and my mate was like why have you why have you why does it look so weird for I was like I don't know <laughs> I don't know why it's I didn't shoot it I didn't did, I, I didn't shoot it in log I just shot it in standard profile okay yes yes the lighting was just there was no depth to it everything was overexposed inside the house and whatnot <laughs> oh god it was, but yeah fair enough it was my first attempt hey it's, it's an attempt it's an attempt did you learn and, something new from me and that that I'll be honest I only done that film it was pure anger anger by the way oh god yeah it was anger led um, <laughs> I got I got I got um, kicked off two projects in one day oh yes and about two weeks before that I got I left another production um, it, they were doing um, uh, a Netflix f- uh, series I don't think he ever made it uh, like released or anything uh, and I was really really gassed about that but they were treating me like they were treating me really bad basically I was meant to be a third AD and they were just giving me stuff like driver's roles to do like I'll go and pick someone's up go and pick someone's up what am I doing like, uh, this is, what the hell is this uh, go and get lunch and stuff like that I'm like okay like I thought I was meant to be looking after talent and stuff they was like nah nah so nah, you're nah, third nah. AD but doing a runner's job runner's basically. job basically yeah yeah and I was like what the hell anyways long story short the, the the main guy turned around and said to me, if I tell you to go and pick get get the bins, empty the bins, you do that. That's locations, jobs, that's not your and job. And I was like, I'm going, I'm sorry, I can't be treated like this. And just to prove a point to myself and to them, I was like, Yeah man, I'm I'm, I'm gonna make stuff. And that's what happened. <laughs> now now look yeah. at you. No, no, nothing, nothing even. Okay, nothing everyone, uh, uh, f- one thing we learned from this is um, if you want to get big in the industry, make sure you're angry. <laughs> make sure you're angry, no, and, don't you're, be angry. and you hate everyone. <laughs> don't be angry, don't I'm a very uh, <laughs> I, I, I like to have a laugh and a joke and that's just my personality don't get me wrong I could be a bit um, grumpy sometimes because I'm just always thinking about work but um, yeah for that I was like what can you not just treat me like a, just a human like what's going on man I'm not I'm, come on man but yeah so th- that's what it was it was just pretty, pretty much like uh, it was out of anger and to prove a point yeah well at least you did it yeah yeah and I'm grateful I'm honestly grateful I'm really people that helped me out. I'm really, really grateful. Uh, and from there, I was just like, how do I make films? Just want to keep making films. Honestly, I think end of t- uh, most of 2018, 2019, I just spent more majority more. So I'd get, I'd get, I'd get shoots. I'd get paid for them, and then I'd spend that money on making my sh- short films. Mad. And my parents were like, "What are you doing? <laughs> You're not making anything on this." I'm like, "Yeah, I'm building a profile." Okay, how many films? I don't know. <laughs> I just need to build enough. So yeah. And you have shooting. fair play, you actually have as yeah, well. Yeah, I ended up shooting quite a bit. So, what's next for you then? After everything, once your future film was done, what's your main goal at the end of the day? Just before we wrap up. I want to continue making features and continue telling stories. And I'll be honest, I really want to really help someone that's coming on board. So, like, you know, th- you know, thank you for having me on here because... If anyone wants to make stuff, you know, I'd love to just guide them a bit. I'm still still learning myself as well, but anything that I know, any any knowledge that I've had for the last eight nine years, yeah, here you go, take it, take I, it. Yeah, I swear to God, I'm I'm the age I'm the age right now in which where you started about five years ago or something. Uh, yeah, uh, how old are you now? I'm 25 now. You 20? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, it's 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I was like tw- roughly 24, 25 when I when I first started like looking into oh, I want to make films, and I slowly, 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 slowly. I, thought, I have hope. I have now have hope knowing I've, the fact that I can make it yes. if, I, if I'm 25. Yes, yes, I'm, I'm 30 now, so yeah, yeah, man. But 100%. You you make it, man. Tabe. You you're very very passionate about films, so. Yeah. You know, you definitely make it. Yeah, well, uh, say that to my mom and dad, isn't it? No, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, so what what would be the last word of advice you'd give someone who wants to make films or work in the film industry as a director or DOP? Uh, what would you recommend them to do? Build your portfolio. Why should anyone come to you when it comes to making films, music videos, adverts, anything? Why? Show them something. Show them that you're capable that you can be trusted with their project because you've got a catalogue of stuff. Make stuff. Don't worry about if it's going to be good or bad. You make bad stuff, you learn. Don't worry about it. Just go and shoot stuff. Go and shoot on your smartphone. God's sake. God, go, go, just make it. Just make it. Make it happen. You know what I mean? Like, save some money, like, and just, just in, buy a cheap camera and learn about your camera. How can you get the best out of your camera? Gotta make stuff, man. And I keep making it. Alright, you know what? I just feel like that's directly. It's a dig towards you, mate. He is looking straight into my eyes as he was saying. Looking into your soul. (laughs) I say, make stuff, dude. Now, honestly, that's my my advice. And um, yeah. Alright, good. I appreciate you coming onto my show. Uh, If anyone wants to actually follow him, mostly he's on uh, social media on Instagram. He's on he's on Facebook. Uh, Would you like to say your handles? Yeah, it's just it's just one handle for all my socials. Uh, It's um, Gurjant Singh film, so it's G U R J A N T Singh films, and uh, that's on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok as well now. Oh, you moved to TikTok now? Yeah, no, no, no. As in, like, I've, I'm just trying to see what TikTok's all about. Ah. I, I kind of hate TikTok though. I ain't gonna oh, lie. Fair enough, but, fair but it's like it's just a lot of people waste a lot of time on there. And my mom and dad are on it. I'm like, God, stop it. Um, yeah, uh, but but I'm on TikTok as well now. And um, on YouTube, it's the same as well. You know, I've recently started my YouTube channel. So, yeah, that w- it, would be, it would be nice if you guys can check that out as well. All right, then. So, thank you for coming on. and Thank you for having me. Uh, you know, I needed to get someone who's high profile onto the show. And I surprisingly did, somehow. But hey. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I appreciate it. Man. A lot of love. Thank you very much to Gurjan Singh for joining me on my podcast. You can follow him on social media, Twitter, Instagram, at Gurjan Singh Films. Uh, like I said, he's a very well-established DOP director. I cannot wait to see his feature film in the upcoming months. Good luck to him. Thank you very much for listening to my podcast, and I will see you very soon in the next episode.